Hello and welcome to the first episode of the 12th Pint Podcast by myself, Matthias McDonald and Mason Crosby. Gordon, get all the fucking bollocks out of the way. We'll just go with the flow. Yeah, we'll just go with the flow. And then we'll eventually we'll forget that it's recording and then we just talk about football. <laughs> How do we just have a normal conversation when we know we're aiming towards a podcast? Just, I don't know, to be honest. Just talk about football. <laughs> Shall we put that bit in? It's like, just talk about football. <laughs> just talk about football. Just talk about football. Yeah. Oh, we have a drink, mate. Have a swig. Have a swig of deals. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Didn't we say we were going to do our. Who we support there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Just call you a knobhead and then we'll go. Oh, you didn't knobhead? Yeah. Fucking class, thanks. Right, let's get into it. Let's get into it. (laughs) (laughs) Right, unfortunately, I support Stoke City. (laughs) Right, let's move on. Right. Yeah, the formalities. Right, moving into the formalities of the podcast. Yeah, formalities. Knobheads around here. Yeah, formalities. Stoke, talk to me. Yeah. Stoke, I hate sporting Stoke. Hate it so much, but I have to. You haven't endured League One yet. <laughs> yes, yeah. Get to that. Midweek was an absolute shambles. Come on, talk to me. Referees. Moving on to the first topic ever covered in the podcast. Yeah. Referees. I feel Referees like most. Whack. I feel like most people have probably seen the penalty that Swansea got given in the 95th minute, and Jack Clark runs past Carl Norton, and he just falls over in the box, and the ref buys it. Standing a referee in, in English football is. Absolutely shambolic. Shambolic is an understatement. <laughs> I think that me and you could do a better job. Right. Monkey in a suit could do Get a better job. Get me on that fucking Riverdale. River, Riverdale. Riverside. <laughs> no, I could do a better job. Get that yeah. whistling, man. I'll be alright. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe we... It's the topic of conversation every week. It's never the football anymore. Just referees. It's just referees. It's never how good the football is. It's always how crap VAR is and how shit the refs are. Right. If I see Lee Mason on Monday, <laughs> man, I'm not watching. <laughs> You're not watching. It's a joke, man. Absolute joke. What do you think is going to happen with the? Let's get into the predictions, actually, and we'll go. We'll go with Leeds team. first because that's your team. Leeds first, right? Yeah. So for everyone out there that doesn't know, I'm a Leeds fan. Yeah. And Dirty Leeds. it has been misery, but for now, this is a luxury considering how shit every team is. Yeah. Defensive football. So predictions for that game. I'll go first because yeah, I'm you can... optimistic as always. Yeah, run through your So, for everyone that doesn't know, we have won one game in London in 16 years. <laughs> Some bollocks like that, I don't know. <laughs> so, I'll go for a 3 1 loss. What are you I, going for? I've, I've gone for West Ham 2, Leeds 1. So, a loss. Yeah. Only because we're in London. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think if you were playing, even though you lost a Villa. Well, we also lost to West Ham at home. Just any London team you're not beating, basically. No. But 3-1, it's going to be the usual 3-0 drug. To be honest, I can see you actually not scoring. <laughs> I don't know why I've said 2-1. I think 2-1's likely, but I could see it being 2-0 or even 3-0, to be honest. Yeah. You know it depends on the first goal. No, if you get the first what goal. What it's going to be, we can see the first 15 minutes. Antonio. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Suchek. <laughs> Suchek. <laughs> <laughs> From a corner. You just know what it's going to be. From a corner. Oh yeah. Liam Cooper's gonna lose him. Yeah, it's gonna be from a set piece, first goal. Yeah. In the first fifteen minutes. What for West Ham? For West Ham. Nice. 
That's a defensive mistake for the second. <laughs> and then Lingard's solo special for the third. 3 0 half time. Bielsa puts a grenade at their arse. Play well, second half. Win the second half. Banging on the half. Win 1 0 in the second half. Yeah. Game over. Yeah. Win. Get back up north. Win the second half. <laughs> All you got to do is go out there and win an half. And it's, win an uh, half, lads. It's, it's not bad. It's not bad. Shall I say my Stoke prediction for <laughs> this weekend? Oh, I didn't do a Stoke prediction, but I can, I'll whip one up. Yeah, so Stoke are playing. I don't think anyone knows this, but Stoke actually play football. <laughs> Um, we're playing Wickham this weekend at home. Wickham bottom of the league with 18 points, I think. Yeah. Uh, we are probably as shit as them right now. So. Yeah, the form table, you're probably not far apart. Yeah, I think we're bottom, bottom five in the form table or something. Uh, but I'm going to go for a, a 2-1 Stoke win. 2-1? Yeah. Uh, if I was to put it, I haven't planned ahead, but I'd go for a 1-0. Yeah. One it wouldn't be surprised if we did draw. Because we're um, a draw specialist right now. Yeah, you are, but you've got to be there. Right, rest of the predictions that people actually care about. Yeah, we so Go from the top. Burnley, yeah, yeah, yeah. Burnley so, versus Arsenal. Yeah, so just to, ha- just to highlight, just in case anyone doesn't know, this is a Premier League focused podcast. Yeah. Even though we do our Stokey on the other side of the table. Yeah, if anyone wants to listen to Championship Bollocks, then. Uh, go and listen to your fucking plan, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to drop it in the old comments. <laughs> <laughs> if there are any fucking football league fans out there. Yeah, I'm sure there are lots, but. Oh no. Yeah, fuck it, who cares? Who cares if we get a notification? It's fucking anchor as well. Yeah. It's the, our first podcast, so. Don't actually care. Right, first prediction Burnley versus Arsenal. I've gone for 1 1. I've got 1 0 Arsenal. 1 0 Arsenal. Arsenal. I've seen their, pr- their away results. They do love a 1 0 away. Yeah. And a similar team to Burnley is Brighton, beating them 1 0. I reckon it could be a tight affair. Yeah, I think not, not one for the uh, the eyes, one to listen to. Yeah, definitely gonna be watching that one. Definitely gonna be watching that. Um, I've gone for one one just because Burnley tends to pick up results against um, decent teams. Yeah, Arsenal's defence not reliable. Yeah, you can always count on them conceding, especially uh, if David Luiz is playing. Yeah, uh, but Burnley they did well against Leicester midweek. Deserve to win, I think. Yeah, Seth and Smart they would have yeah. won. Yeah, yeah, deserve to win. Um, and Arsenal you always feel like they're vulnerable from set pieces any balls coming into the box yeah. they're going to give something away true going to give something very true away. and in the return fixture was it Burnley won 1-0 didn't they away at Arsenal yeah they did a Bamiang own goal yeah they did actually rogue knowledge <laughs> that is rogue knowledge yeah I remember watching that actually so yeah but I think Arsenal now in form you saw them away at Leicester not many teams go to Leicester and my form did. <laughs> so did we, actually. Last <laughs> yeah. round, right, we're pretty crap. Yeah. But yeah, I've, I just think they'll grind one out. Yeah, one 0 win. I think uh, low scoring affair. Yeah, low, definitely. Low Arsenal scoring. will draw for any uh, any people who want to bet out. Yeah, there. there's any snafflers out. There. Arsenal double chance. Double chance is a good <laughs> under two point five. So moving on to another shitter. Yeah. Sheffield United Southampton. What are you going for? Uh, I've I've swayed between one one. And 1-0 Southampton. I've gone for 1-0 Southampton. Oh, yeah. I've gone for the the other option, which is 1-1. 1-1, yeah. I think Sheffield United, they did well to get a win against Villa, but when you start... I, I sometimes think that it's easier playing against... Playing with 10 men, you stick all your men behind the ball. And Villa, yeah. Villa had their best chance of the game before uh, Jagielka got sent off. yeah. I do, yeah, the 10 men didn't help Villa. Yeah, 10 men. Because uh, they just, Villa are a team, without, especially without Grealish, they're yeah. a team that need, ta- 
need time on the ball in a way. Yeah. Like when you've got Grealish, you've got a player that out of nothing can create a chance. Yeah. He's the, he's the difference maker. When you've got, Barkley, when he's on form, is important for them. Yeah. Barkley is just not Barkley's work right. in piss poor form. Yeah. yeah. He looks fat as fuck as well. <laughs> he's he's not in good shape. Um, mm, Village, they've got games in hand, so they should have beaten Sheffield United, but United did well to get a, yeah. to get a win yeah. against them. Well, even against Liverpool, they looked relatively solid. Yeah. When you're playing the champions with the team they've got yeah. to get. I don't think Sheffield United have been... Obviously, they've done really badly in terms of points. No, but they're only four behind West Brom, aren't they? Something like that. They're not... Well, they're quite away from safety. But yeah. I think, it's not too... I just think, think Newcastle's a team. To be honest... Chosen. Yeah, to be honest, with this game, if Jagielka was playing, I think I'd lean towards a 1-0 Sheffield United. Yeah, Jagielka's been... Southampton are out of form... They need a win though, and this is the perfect game. Well, the perfect game would be Sheffield United at home. Yeah, at home, yeah. But I agree. the next perfect game is Sheffield United away. Um, I think Southampton, if if they don't want to get dragged into it, they're on thirty points right now. They haven't. We've won one in what nine games, uh, and they've lost most oh, yeah. of them. Yeah, they, they beat Liverpool, didn't they? Yeah, they beat Liverpool, but since then the only game they've got points in is Chelsea. Is it? Yeah, Chelsea at home, one-one. Yeah. yeah, and the rest of the games they've they've lost, so they need. They do. I think they need a win, just to, or at least a result, just to stop the uh, stop the rot, basically. Yeah. So I've gone for Southampton one now. I can see, I can see them losing, but I, I think, think. Yeah, I think three all, all three results yeah, are possible. Yeah, definitely, okay. definitely. So moving on to the Villa game, a little bit of a derby, a little bit yeah. of tin pot. <laughs> Shit ass derby. <laughs> uh, I've gone for Wolves to win one now. If Grealish plays, it's a different story. Yeah, I'd see. I sat on the fence for this, so it's another game where I think all three results are possible. But sat on the fence, I've gone for a draw. One, yeah, one. safe, safe bet that one one. Think... Low scoring, nil nil half time, one one. Second half's got a bit of yeah, got a bit, a bit of fight to it. Five few cards flying yeah. around. Yeah, but I reckon Wolves have hit a bit of form. It's about time. Yeah, but they've hit a bit of form, so a draw. Yeah. Yeah, Wolves. Yeah, Nuno up for manager of the month somehow. <laughs> Oh, unbeaten in February. We need Bielsa for us now, anyway. <laughs> yeah, we do need we do need Bielsa to get uh, manager of the month. Yeah. But yeah, I think one 0 Wolves just because Villa are a bit out of form. Wolves in some decent form. Yeah. Grealish doesn't play. Villa have almost nothing going forward. Yeah. Uh, Try always all right. Um, had a couple of decent chances against Sheffield United. Yeah, they're just not they're not the most clinical team. I've no, seen. no. But I reckon. A draw. I saw a really rogue stat the other day, which was every win that Villa have had, they've kept a clean sheet except for the Liverpool game. Yeah. So, uh, when so they absolutely spanked him. Yeah. Well, all you have to say about that game is Adrian. Mm. But yeah, I don't, just 1 1. Tight affair, I Yeah. I think all the games this week are going to be tight. Well, Premier League at the moment is just yeah, fucking Premier League's absolute crap. <laughs> so. Next game, Brighton nice Leicester. Game. To cheer spirits is Brighton Leicester. Yeah. And to Brighton spirits even more, I've gone for a nil nil. Yeah. I, I like you know I like Brighton. Yeah. I like Graham Potter as well, just because he played for Stoke and he <laughs> plays some good football. He said he wanted to be Stoke manager when we got relegated, so yeah. lean towards him. Seems uh, like a nice but they do play good football, they're just extremely unlucky. I know people absolutely hate XG. Yeah. Um but <laughs> if games Work went according to how I actually said they should go. Brian would be fourth in the league right now. 
which says they are very good at creating chances, but they just got Neil Moore up front. He's fucking say, crap. Exactly the same thing. Absolutely shit. So if anyone doesn't know, if there is anyone listening to this, that Matty does love his XG. I love my stats. My stat man. Yeah, he's a stat man. He always whips out his stats <laughs> on a daily occasion. So you probably get used to that through these podcasts. So, Fuck's sake. Moving on. Another thrilling. Did I even fixture. say my prediction for Brighton yeah. last night? Oh, you did. I said one one. I've gone for two draws. Low scoring again. Uh, if anything, I could see that game being high scoring, uh, but Leicester have got so many injuries, and Brighton are actually favourites to win the game. Yeah, yeah, that was we did discuss that before. It was quite yeah. surprising. Brighton, Brighton for favorites. slim favourites. Think... It's not clinical at all. Yeah, with Leicester missing Barnes and Madison for super future, yeah. their creativity has literally been zapped out of the team. Yeah, Under's a nice little player, but he's not going to change the game. No, and when you got Ian Atchell yeah. front, they've got a lot of injuries in defence as well. Yeah. Uh, Leicester. I can see a one. I can see Brian winning. To be honest, every single game this week is extremely tight. Other than, well, we'll get onto it. But let's go to the next game: West Brom, Newcastle. Both teams needing a win. Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh it's another thriller, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's another sh- absolutely crap game. Um, I know Stoke Wickham is much better, but yeah. West Brom, Newcastle. Both teams absolutely need a win, especially for West Brom if they want to stay up. Yeah. Uh, if West Brom win, which is what I've gone for, I've gone for one now. If West Brom win, Newcastle are in big, big, big trouble. Yeah, they, are. they already are in trouble. Yeah, especially with the news coming out of the old bust-ups. Yeah, and so. Sam Axman's injured. And, and I, don't, I don't rate him, but Almiron's injured as well. So they're two attacking, best attacking players. It doesn't say much, but their two best attacking players are out injured. Big yeah. Sam, not exactly working his magic at West Brom. Picking up a paycheck. Oh, I'd love to know what magic you're on about. <laughs> He's not working his magic, but recently they've been okay. Against Everton, they had some good chances. To be fair, I have put an acker on this weekend, which involved Everton to beat West Brom. But looking at the stats of that game, they've been unbeaten. At, prior to the Everton game, they were unbeaten three. So yeah. they're grinding out results, but it's not enough. No. Well, it is when Newcastle's a team you're trying to chase. Yeah. A draw here wouldn't be that bad, but a win a win changes everything, I think. Yeah, I think if any team gets three points from it, they're yeah. leapfrogging the other. Probably not on the table, but ment- like mentality. Yeah, mentality-wise. Newcastle absolutely need a win. If they if Newcastle get a win, I'm more inclined to say they'll stay up, but I can't see them yeah, winning. I think Fulham's the threat. Yeah, Fulham's I don't think West Brom are the threat. Yeah. Going, moving on to Fulham. Should we go to Fulham, yeah? Yeah, Liverpool-Fulham. Wait, what did you say for West Brom-Newcastle? 1-1. One, 1-1, one. One, one, yeah. Hey, what did you say? 1-0 West Brom. I love how we're talking about the games, but not talking about what we've actually predicted. Yeah, right, predictions first. Liverpool-Fulham, I've gone for 1-1. One, one. Rogue. I've gone 2-1. I reckon losing five in a row has got to be a rocket of the arse. You think? They were... No, I didn't watch the game, Liverpool-Chelsea, but watched the highlights and... Uh, I think Liverpool had one chance. Mane went through and gone. And just well, he looks like he hasn't played football for yeah, about ten years. See all these people saying he looks like a kid. Yeah, that's never kicked a ball before. Yeah, he's very true. Just Liverpool in piss poor form. Liverpool, oh, not Liverpool. Fulham needing results. The last thing you want to play is Fulham, who actually played decent stuff. They got unlucky against Spurs for that handball. Another Balogs VAR decision. And Josh Major hit his hand. And it hit Lerma, didn't it? They hit Lerma, but Magic scored. Magic scored. Yeah. Either way, VAR's fucked that one again. Yeah, I just think Liverpool, 
Fulham's a good team to play because they actually try. Scott Parker actually trying to get them playing football. Yeah, like, it's not like they're playing up against a Burnley or a West Brom. Yeah, who sit in. I actually think Fulham, especially with Liverpool's form, they'll go for it. Yeah. I mean, based on current form, you buy Liverpool to lose, but Fulham probably are the, the good team to play because yeah. they're not going to sit in. No, they think. get some good playing good football. So yeah, they've got crap defenders, so they're not going to try and defend, are they? They've got to try. No, and they've defended. I think. Looking at stats, I can't remember. They draw. They draw specialists. Yeah, they love a nil nil one one. Yeah, they do. So, love a, nil, nil, so. a draw wouldn't surprise me, but I reckon Liverpool might edge this one. Yeah, it's crazy. We're talking about Liverpool edging games yeah, against the bottom three fun. at home. Yeah. Uh, next game, Manchester derby. Well, if anyone that in these podcasts, I refer to Man United as scum yeah. as a Leeds fan. So if you hear the word scum, it is about the red lot from over the penalties. <laughs> Yeah. I've gone for Man City to beat them 2-0 mm. I agree I'm going 2-0 as well yeah. uh, United in pretty well like Gary Neville said they're just boring yeah, boring. boring right now Cliche, if you can't beat yeah. Palace away I mean Leeds didn't but if you can't beat Palace away um, in London, that's you're doing right. something wrong uh, I know a lot of people rate Roy Hodgson and Palace I'm not their no, biggest fan no. at all especially without Zaha they're literally Oh, they're nothing. They're nothing. To, we we were both talking the other day about Palace on their record amount of points after this. Yeah, after twenty five games or something like that. Yeah. It's mental. Yeah, it's just yeah. Palace are one of the teams that don't deserve to be in the league. No, that's I can't true. watch them. They're they're as bad as well, West Brom, probably as Stoke used to be under Pulis. Yeah, we they, are that. That Palace are that bad. <clears> so nothing. United not breaking down even with Bruno in the team. Yeah, if Bruno wasn't playing, you'd be like, yeah, fair enough. But he was playing, he didn't put in a performance. Um, yeah. To be fair, Rashford had a good chance, and if they win that 1 0, people are talking about the Mate, game differently. I'd rather a golden chance fell to my zero year old child at Harbour. He's been awful recently. Yeah, Rashford's in poor form. I wouldn't start him at the Euros. Don't get him on the plane. Don't, no, get him on the plane, but <laughs> don't start him. Um, Grish on the left is a better option. Yeah. Well, in another episode, we'll move on to our uh, England squad. Yeah, England squad. But um, City in, well, the perfect form. Perfect. Mate, they're 20, running, they're what, 27, 28 games in a row? Yeah, is it 20 plus? 21 wins in yeah. a row? 21 wins Something in a row. It's ridiculous, and Pep Guardiola is, well, I think he's the best manager in the world. Yeah. I know lots of people. Nathan disagree. Ball. Yeah, Nathan Ball will disagree with me. <laughs> um, but it. The the main aim for C this season's got to be well the the league's wrapped up because United are shit, um, yeah. Leicester Chelsea had probably finished second to be honest under Tuchel they're doing well. uh, Tuchel's um, we'll move on to Chelsea game later but yeah but uh, United not putting up a fight since they went top of Christmas. No. same as Liverpool went top around Christmas time and they've won like three games since all against the bottom three I think yeah well, they sure they beat there, but... Sheffield United and they I think they beat some well they beat West Ham away. Yeah, that was a good result yeah. for them. I think West Ham tried to play football and that's Yeah, I think their moment. worst enemy at the moment is teams who sit in. Which is what everyone's trying to do. Uh, yeah, City 2, United 0. Yeah. You can't see this going any other way. Even yeah. though <clears throat> United have a decent record against City under Ola. Oh, yeah, I think they've they won three, lost that. three or something like that. So. No, I remember when they beat them away. But if anyone's going to end uh, City's winning, possibly United. But it's definitely I, not United. Yeah, I, I don't see I don't see it. But nah, two 0 for me. Yeah. Wrapped yeah. up. Right, Tottenham Palace. Talking about Palace. <clears throat> I've gone two 0 Spurs. 
Um, Kane and Son. <laughs> Kane and Son. <laughs> to score and assist I've each gone, other. I've gone 2 0 as well. Didn't think about goal scorers, but I've gone 2 0. Yeah, I just see, can't see anything. I think. Palace offer nothing, Spurs don't score too many. Yeah. 2 0. They score four against Burnley, but I don't know. Burnley, Burnley played surprisingly quite quite well. Bale was playing some good stuff. Yeah, Bale. We'll go. Well, in reference to my team of the week, we'll get back to Bale yeah. later. But yeah, um, Bale played well. Uh, Two 0 Spurs routine win, I should think. Yeah, but Palace fucking wank. Yeah. Tottenham looking alright. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah, moving on for that. <laughs> Monday night football, Chelsea Everton. Uh, I think there's going to be a really close game. Yeah. Everton. They're they're winning games, but I wouldn't say they're doing them in, doing them comfortably. They're not winning comfortably. Yeah. I, well, I was looking at the good old flash score the other day or yeah. earlier today, planning for this podcast. And yeah. Everton away from home, different beast to what they are at home. Yeah. They lost well off the top of my head. They've lost at home to Fulham, Newcastle when they were in dreadful form. Yeah, lost to us. Just got to stick there. <laughs> and then. Yeah, I was thinking, I've got 1-1. One, one. Same, I've got 1-1. One, one. Chelsea Everton 1-1. One, one. I can see it happening. Early yeah. kick-off. Ruin a few people's hackers. <clears throat> yeah. For Monday Night Football. Not many. Well, I just think, not many goals. Neither team score many. Yeah. Especially yeah. under two-court, mate. They're really well organised. If if Everton score, I can see it being from a set-piece, to be honest. Yeah. Charleston's in good form. Yeah, they scored from a set-piece yes, yesterday as well. Yeah. Against Everton, so. Against yeah. West Brompton. Yeah, Richardson's in there. In good form. I could see him popping up with a goal. Werner got unlucky against uh, Liverpool with another yeah, with shocking VAR, VAR decision. VAR, yeah. Yeah, well, I think we'll go on to VAR in depth in the after-team of the week discussions. Yeah. Because uh, it needs, well, it needs least, discussing. Yeah, it needs the least discussing. said about it, the better, yeah. I think. But still. I think that's every game because we've done West Ham. Yeah, we've already done West Ham. So let's go on to team of the week. Team of the week, big totty. Yeah. Not uh, totty. T-O-W. T-O-T-W. Uh, you can go first GK there's some good contenders for, for goalkeeper this week Schmeichel saved Leicester a point away at Burnley uh, pulled some great stops Lloris is up there Schmeichel. he's made a lot yeah he's made <laughs> he made a few saves this weekend I really don't rate him but... I don't rate him as a keeper anymore but he made, he's made some good saves yeah. uh, this week yeah, over clean, the week at last two weekend. clean sheets yeah two, two clean sheets you can't complain the, I think Going far at the back for the team of the week would be a would be a better shout rather than four four two as they've gone. Oh, we don't refer to five goals. I think I'm going to go Schmeichel. Um, yeah, but Larissa is the honourable mention. I've gone for a road choice. I, I did speak to you about it, yeah. but you don't like the fella. But oh well, yeah, I don't know if he's a person, but as a keeper, <laughs> I don't think he's worth eighteen million. I thought, well, I've gone Aaron Ramsdale. Yeah, clean sheet against Villa. Commanded his box well, yeah. I thought, which is surprising because I don't think he's the most authoritative goalkeeper in the world. Yeah. But even against Liverpool first half, we were on the beat as well watching this game, but Heavily. <laughs> <laughs> but I just remember he kept him in the game the first half. I remember watching old Chrissy Wilder's shout out to Luke Christie, the old Sheffield United fan. I love this little section about his goalkeeper. But <laughs> his uh, I just thought uh, Chrissy Wilder said that he re- kept him in the game in the first half and I think he did pull off because of good saves. I just thought probably didn't he hasn't had the best game weeks over the whole season. Yeah, he hasn't. But he's probably one of the reasons why Sheffield United are down there. I just yeah, he's inconsistent. But yeah, just think this week he was the best keeper out there for me. Yeah. I, I, I don't that's think a fair choice. That's a fair choice. Yeah, I don't think he's the best goalkeeper out there, but I just think this week. Yeah. 
left back, I don't see any standout fullback performances, but I've gone for Luca Dean, um, or Dean, I don't know how you say his name, just because Everton got two clean sheets. Uh, and I think he got a man of the match performance against um, West Brom. Was that down to who scored? Yeah, I did have a look on who scored. <laughs> um, they, they went for Luca Dean, team yeah. of the week. Um, yeah, I've got him a fancy team, so... Yeah, fair. I've gone for a very painful choice, but I've gone Luke Shaw. Yeah, he's a good player. Just cause, two clean sheets again. Yeah, two clean sheets. I just think at the moment United offer very little going forward. Yeah, I think he is genuinely one of the main threats. Yeah, it's important that they stay. It's important they keep clean sheets when they when Rashford's not scoring and Bruno's not popping up. Yeah, Bruno might be out of the fantasy team. <coughs> no, it pains me seeing a United shirt on my screen. <laughs> And also, just I just think Luke Shaw honestly is a more attacking threat at the moment. Yeah, definitely on the plane. He's on the plane. <laughs> yeah. On the plane to the Euros. He's in the plane, and he's probably on the grass pitch as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. So, I'll let you go first. Centre halves. We'll go both at the same time. Centre halves. I've actually gone. Well, the two centre halves I've played. I've gone for Diaz. Yeah, fair. Uh, even though they didn't keep a clean sheet, he scored of the weekend. Scored uh, and he played in both games uh, when they beat oh, yeah. who they played the week. Who did City play the weekend? The weekend was West Ham. Yeah, the no, beat mid-week. Diaz obviously scored against them, and then he played again against Wolves. And Wolves had five minutes of good play. Man, I get them watching that. That's how good they were. Yeah, so. yeah. I've gone both of the City centre halves. I've gone Diaz and Stones. Yeah, Stones only played one game, but yeah, he scored as well in the West Ham game. Yeah. So both centre halves scored. I just think. It's more like there's a bit of bias to the whole season as a whole. Yeah, Stones have been good. Get him on the plane. Yeah, get him on the plane. Get him on the right of the back three, yeah. I reckon. Uh, I went second centre half. I went for Maguire. You can, I'll leave you to this bit. <coughs> um, you know, uh, against Chelsea, they're a good team, Chelsea are now, and they're too cool. They get, they're not exactly playing the most enterprising stuff, but they're still scoring. You know, they beat Atletico in Madrid and Maguire, I think he put in a pretty decent performance um, against Chelsea, and then they kept another clean sheet. Uh, that's about it, really. There's not, wasn't too many amazing performances over both no, games. No, defensively, it's not the best yeah. week I've ever seen. Who have you got at right back? Right back, I've gone for another centre half at right back. Yeah, I've, I've gone the same. I've gone Keane. Yeah, I've gone for Keane as well. Keane, yeah. yeah. I just think. Two clean sheets. <laughs> two clean sheets, man of the match against Southampton. Yeah. I think it's three clean sheets in, th- in three with him at centre-half, I believe. Yeah. Get him on the plane. <laughs> get him on the plane. Don't get him on the grass pitch, but get him on the, get him on the plane. Yeah, at least in the 28-man the squad for the, for the World yeah. Games. See how I he does. Think solid. Yeah. Um, midfielders, four midfield. Uh, I haven't really... I've gone for three wingers <laughs> in, the, yeah. in the midfield. I've gone for arguably a fat... Flat 4-4-2 so Yeah Flat 4-4-2 Yeah uh, I'm basically playing Well it doesn't really matter Who plays where I've just Come from midfielders But first one Mares on the right Yeah I'm on Mares Yeah I don't think Much needs to be said Two quality performances Goal contributions Yeah you can't You can't go wrong with Also these. Don't really like him as a bloke <laughs> Good footballer Yeah Short sleeves and gloves Can't be having yeah, that That's all you need yeah. to say about him But yeah A couple of goals A couple of assists yeah. Set the own goal A couple yeah. of games as well. Yeah, assist of the weekend. Assist. Good player. Uh, I've gone for Mount. Yeah, Mount as well. 
Yeah, the difference maker against Liverpool. Yeah, I just think there was a game. Obviously, it wasn't this week, but there was a game against Wolves, and I think he, he didn't start. Tuchel didn't start in his first game. And then brought him on for the last ten minutes. I just think he made some tick. Yeah, it just, it just. Uh, obviously, I have bad memories of him, but I think he played. Makes Chelsea tick. Makes yeah, him, he's a good player. He is. The he's bridge. a manager's dream, and yeah, he's the bridge between the midfield and the attack. I think. Yeah, just makes everything. Yeah, man, good player. Uh, in the middle, oh, next to Mark, I've gone Bale. <laughs> yeah, I've gone Bale. He's yeah. not a winger. Yeah, yeah, Bale. I've uh, I've gone for. He, nice to see him scoring again. Yeah, he looked back to his best, didn't he? Yeah, and then he obviously got there. whipped off after sixty-five minutes against uh, against Fulham because it was crap again. Yeah, yeah, he got subbed off and didn't have point the best performance. But Spurs didn't play well overall against Fulham. But Fulham are a decent team. Yeah, they are. No. I do feel a bit sorry for them, but yeah. London clubs so the quicker we don't have to play them away from home the better yeah yeah Bale's uh, in there and then on the left wing I've gone for Son yeah Son uh, I think he got two assists against uh, Burnley yeah I think the whole front three or four I think even more have played well against Burnley yeah and then he I think Son was the main threat against Fulham yeah he created the chance for Deli Ali who tried to do one of his usual flicks yeah. and got mm. turned in fortunately yeah yeah uh, is that the midfield? Who have you got? I've gone for quite a rogue choice. Even though they lost away at City, I've gone for Lingard. Yeah, I thought I you think were going to go for I watched, like, I, th- I think I watched that whole game actually having an interest in it, which makes a change. I think he, he just made him tick. Yeah, Lingard, I like him. He's uh, been through tough times. Yeah, tough he's been through times, tough times. So if anyone doesn't know, he's had quite a lot of family troubles yeah. through. That's partly why the reason why he's out of the picture at school. Yeah. I think just Lingard I watched him against City he got the assist for Antonio's goal he just made just, whenever he gets the ball he's direct which yeah. is nice to see from a football in modern yeah. day get him on the plane maybe he's proved himself <laughs> yeah, a little bit more, more. But he's always been good in England sure. yeah whipping in English yeah, he's a different player it's like Pickford well, yeah true on to uh, yeah, on to attackers on to attackers oh well strikers gone for two up top obviously first choice things pretty obvious Richarlison two match winners can't really go wrong with that yeah I've got Richarlison four goals in four I think yeah he's right well, yeah the, for this week specifically against Arnton he's match winner and then again against West Brom yeah he's just a difference maker at the moment yeah yeah, yeah he's pretty uh, obvious choice and then there haven't been many standout performances um, from any team really uh, I've gone for Kane second striker Mm. Um, but Gabriel Jesus even though I don't rate him really yeah. well, neither of us rate him no I don't rate him or we don't rate him at all but he is my second striker of the team yeah. probably for the two goals. one and only time Yeah, two goals against um, Wolves yeah he just scored at the crucial time yeah, uh, same as that well, really difference yeah. maker in the game this week yeah that's all pretty, uh, in my opinion strikers in the Premier depreciating yeah good, good strikers anyway yeah I mean, when when players like Ryan Brewster are going for what twenty million, yeah, that's when you know it was the like game. Twenty four million for Brewster, yeah. who scored what twenty goals in the championship. Yeah. So, uh, no, not even that, mate. He was there that half season for for Swansea. Yeah. Was hardly there. Um, he's a good young player, but he's not worth what Sheffield United pay from. They're going to pay the price. Yeah. Because they're going to get relegated. <laughs> yeah, and also I swear Liverpool have. Well, I don't know what they were expecting, but I thought at the time it was good business. With Brewster for Liverpool, yeah, for Liverpool, because they've got like a 40 million, 45 million payback clause, 
something like that. Yeah, buyback, so yeah. If he was actually performing, I think, I think I was looking the other day, <coughs> someone had the cheek to say Rodrigo was underperforming, but if you want to look at Brewster. Yeah, uh, Bruce is yeah, yeah good young player, but not going to start for Sheffield United. And uh, yeah, the abundance of good strikers in the Premier League is dwindling, I think. Yeah, massively. Yeah. Kane, Kane and Aguero, really. Yeah, uh, sadly Aguero is probably on his way out. Watkins, good player. Potentially got the potential. Yeah. yeah on the plane? No, not for no, me. No. Got enough good strikers. Yeah, Bamford. Patrick Bamford, oh. yeah. <laughs> um... Who else are we looking at, strikers-wise? Not just England. Yeah, we'll move on to a little bit of a rogue topic. Of yeah, just a random topic. Good strikers in the Prem. Not many. There's, they're Vardy. Well, obviously Vardy, yeah. Vardy, yeah, but he's hung up his boots and he can Yeah, Vardy, when he loses his pace, it'll be absolutely nothing, I think. I think he ever will, to be honest, with his diet. <laughs> Four Red Bulls a day. <laughs> um, I'm going to try and look at every team, what... Yeah, I'll have a quick search. If anyone has any ideas in the comments. Well, Jimenez. Jimenez is a good player. Yeah. Wolves' struggles have been down to him being, being out. Yeah, that's true. So he's probably in the top. Danny Ings, on the plane. He's on the plane, if he stays fit. Yeah, he's always getting injured, isn't he? Quavers, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, Bam usually up there. I know, he's more, I know he's more of a winger. Yeah, but he's not an out-and-out out striker anymore, is he? No. Uh, Burnley, Chris Wood. Christ, moving on. <laughs> Actually, Barnes is pretty reliable when they stick him on. They just don't stay in school, do they? No. Style of play doesn't suit. No. Uh, Newcastle, Jolinton, just... Moving on, yeah. yeah. Callum Wilson's okay. Quavers. Yeah, another Quaver legs. Uh, West Brom. Who did they even play for him? I don't even know. Dion. Blair Cunt. Yeah, what was that Barnet midweek? Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, Sorry he's had that since he signed, mate. I don't know. They're... West Brom is crap, aren't they? Yeah. Liverpool, Firmino. Don't know why he's even playing for him. Right. Jota is such a bad striker. Yeah, if anyone has got the opinion or a way to persuade us that Firmino is even a good player, not even world class, then you are baffling me. Yeah, he's. <clears throat> I don't rate. Really, well, he was good. He's a good creative player. He's not yeah. goals. Stick him in midfield. If, if they play at number ten, like yeah, Liverpool, they need to change. Yeah, the we spoke about this after the. Even before or after the Chelsea game. They just need to change They something. need to change but The fact they can't create goals... You can't keep playing the same system because no, people have figured you out at that point. Yeah. I have the I have the argument for both sides that if you're, if you're not playing well, this basically, I'm going to keep going on about this all the time, Bielsa is like, if you're not playing well, do plan A better. Yeah. But I think the Liverpool is beyond... But when plan A stops working completely. Yeah. Because that plan A is not working. Yeah, because we, I swear, whenever we watch it together, we've always been moaning about Trent. Yeah. Oh, Trent's having a poor season. Yeah, but you can't. He's start. obviously a good player. Yeah, he's quality. He's, he's on the plane. Yeah, he's, de he's definitely, definitely on the on plane. The plane but. Yeah. Um, but Liverpool have been unlucky with injuries. Mm. I know people say injuries aren't an excuse, but Van Dijk, Gomez, yeah, and Matip, they're literally playing Ben Davies and Preston, and even he's injured. Yeah. So oh, you got Kavak, who's just come from a team that are rock bottom of the Bundesliga. Yeah. People might make the argument that oh, well, they're not scoring anyway. When you can't rely on your defence, yeah, it's you need a you need a well-oiled machine, which is what Liverpool used to be when they had the team fully. Yeah, fit. I think they still are. I think start of the new start, just, they just need the whistle the whistle blown on the season, don't <laughs> yeah, they? Yeah, they need to get to next year with Van Dijk, Gomez back, and they'll be in the, back in the title race. Yeah, I reckon they'll win it again next year. Oh, I don't know if I go that far. 
Between them and City. Like yeah. Everyone was saying this season that it'll be them to look top. It just proves the football so unpredictable. Yeah, it's good though. It's it's good that yeah. not the same team. Well, City seem to win it almost every year now. Yeah, there's young. Well, this season, for entertainment wise, with results, has been the best season. But yeah, with the performance on the pitch, and moving on to the referees, is oh, beyond me. The the stand of ref. It's been spoken about by every pundit, every probably every manager now. Yeah. The stand of refereeing is just an absolute joke. I think it jokes. I understand. Yeah, joke, jokes. I understand. The, the, these. How they're getting paid well, to do their job is yeah. You get players, players, referees like Mike Dean, Michael Oliver. How much are they on? Probably a lot of money. A lot of money a week. Not even a week long. A year they'll be on quite a lot, but it's just the incon. You don't know what. There's no one thing that you can point out and say is this is the worst thing about refereeing. It's not just the referees. VAR is has to be included. The it's rules. the inconsistency. Yeah, I think the rules aren't helping. The rules have become more and more... They're trying to make it more objective by saying, yeah, it's a sleeve. But then you're having these thick lines on VAR. Yeah. Well, you can literally stick it on their elbow and it's on the sleeve. Yeah, the prime example is Werner the other night. Yeah, that... Um, I've already said this to you a million times, but I like VAR when it's working properly. The World Cup 2018, that's when it worked perfectly. Yeah. There was no... Ambiguity and every single decision they made on VAR was right. I think pretty much every decision. Yeah, I can't. I, I can't remember can't there being any con- yeah. you know, controversy about it. But every week now. Yeah, it's every week. It's not even every week. It's every game. Yeah, know? it's every game. Almost every game. Well, I think this these midweek games highlighted the most. It was the West Brom Everton one. Yeah. Which was marginally just right. Yeah, that was the right decision because he is offside. Yeah, I think the key thing for me, I've said before to you, is. I think the foot is the key protagonist in yeah. all. Yeah. The the foot usually gives you if you if your leg is ahead. The whole point of having the offside rule because it's almost always offside that people are complaining about or handball. It's those two. Really. Yeah, yeah. It's not like a penalty decision with a tackle. You can usually call that, but it's usually yeah. it's offside. It's the rules that are affecting things. Yeah, they like they've come out. I think today the day of recording they've said the IFAB. That's what they've referred to. Have come out and said they're changing the rules again. Yeah. Which I think for me highlights the key issue. That they're always having to change. And you've seen players, I think Kevin De Bruyne came out a few months ago and said the rules are the issue. Yeah. Like they they're walking onto a football pitch and not knowing what is allowed and what's not. And more importantly, the referees don't know what the rules are. Yeah. And they're the ones who are trying to be well, they're supposed to be officiating the game, right? Yeah, they're not anymore though, are they? No, VAR is telling them VAR, I think, without the fans, I think the players are also refereeing the game. Yeah. If they're in his ear. Because you saw the prime example, West West Brom, Brighton at the weekend, was with the Lewis Dunk free kick. Yeah. When he, apparently he's come out in his interview after and said, the ref just said, yeah, take it. He's taken it, scored. West Brom players have complained. He's overturned his decision, overturned it again. And then VAR's overturned him again. It's just so much. It's just an absolute shambles. Football should not be ruined. Well, the death of football has happened this season. Yeah, which, well, I think if you want to talk briefly on your old Stoke game the other day. Yeah, yeah. The old diving incident. Yeah. I think we both sat there and witnessed the death of football at that moment. It's just listening to Michael O'Neill, the Stoke manager after the game, he said if there was 20,000 fans in the stadium, that doesn't get given. 
because the, the players will be screaming at the ref. Uh, if if you haven't if you haven't seen it, basically Jack Clark on loan from Spurs runs behind Carl Norton who's in the box. This is in the 95th minute, by the way. So the referee has to be absolutely sure that this is a penalty. He can't make mistakes in the 95th minute, and he gives a penalty because Carl Norton's fallen over. The lino hasn't said a thing to the ref. He hasn't said that's not a penalty. The referee's given it for well for no reason. Yeah, well, if you watch on the replays, all you see is he falls the over. Stoke players don't react because they think literally nothing's been. It's done. a goal kick. It's yeah, a goal kick. And the Swansea players are turning around and screaming at the ref. Yeah, this is after. I'm pretty sure this was after the 94th minute. Those four minutes added time. Yeah. So this is the last it. kick of the game. We get literally the whistle's going to be blown after the goal kick and the referee decides to give a penalty. But then you say if they are in the championship, that's not a penalty. Argument, it wouldn't get overturned though. You can't, you can't give that. You cannot mm, give that. Fair. He hasn't touched him. That is a clear and obvious error by the ref. Yeah, yeah. What VAR is you, should be used for should be clear yeah, and obvious. I'm just saying error. how unreliable it is. Yeah. The inconsistencies are like it wouldn't surprise me if VAR gave it. Yeah, like, yeah, overturned I, I, the referee's saying, goal yeah. kick decision. No, they'll give a fucking throw in if they could. <laughs> VAR is just so inconsistent. Yeah. It's ruined VAR. The, the not the theory that the system isn't ruining the game. It's the people using it. It's the rules that are. I think that yeah, the foundations. Yeah. Are ruining the game, like the rules, like they're constantly changing them all the time. Yeah. To try and suit VAR, they shouldn't be changing the rules to suit VAR. They should be changing the rules to better the game. VAR yeah. should just help. It should be a tool to help referees not dominate the headlines. Yeah, I think it's also really good about the voice crack. Yeah. On point. <laughs> the um, I think the VAR as a whole is ruining it for fans as well as. Yeah. As well as the players, obviously, it's frustrating for them. Affects results, affects performance. Yeah. But I think for the fans, I think the score, not his biggest fan, but Scott Parker came he out. He hit the nail on the head today, didn't he? Yeah, he came out after the game and said it ruined it for both the fans and the coaches. Because yeah. he's saying they're constantly got in the back of their mind not to celebrate. Yeah. That if a goal's scored, they've constantly got the fear that it's going to be disallowed for what? So it's touching someone's fingernails, they're running with the ball, yeah. something like that. Well, and I just think. Well, we, I myself haven't been to a game yet to experience what it's like as a fan. But I do fear that when if I when I get next to go to a Leeds game and touch wood, we are in the Premier League and I go. You will be. That um, it's not ruined because now you saw with the if anyone hasn't seen, but with the Fulham Tottenham game, I think it's Davinson Sanchez makes makes a clearance and Jefferson Lerma's literally stood there about four yards away with yeah. his hand on his thigh. Yeah. And it hits partially his arm and his thigh. And that's basically ruined it for Fulham fans because imagine the scenes yeah, in Tottenham the stadium. Great, but you're fighting to stay up. Yeah. Points against Tottenham is a very against very London valuable. Rival. Yeah, it's a very valuable point. It's literally ruined because if Lerma takes his hand away, it hits his thigh regardless. He's not gaining an advantage by his hand being in front of his thigh. It's just the, the rules are just stupid. Yeah. VAR can work if. They made the right rule changes. Mm. It's, uh, it just sounds so depressed talking about it now. Like it's just room. Yeah, it's room and I. We're <laughs> cheering up spirits. Yeah, about I'm just this, room and I talking about VAR. Um, it's just crap. It's yeah, not being used properly. Yeah, in the summer they need to have a good hard look at whether it's working or not. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's obviously it's not working, but will changing the rules help? Yeah. Well, going back to the Stoke thing, I know that's a 
fucking wank decision. Yeah. But I bet in games that we watch, sit down and watch with Stoke, there is little offside decisions that don't go noticed. Yeah, we we conceded. Well, for some reason, maybe this is just me being a biased Stoke fan. We never get decisions like that going our way. Yeah. Uh, it seems like we've we're shit out of luck for these last three, well, two and a half years. Well, three years probably. Mm. We just had no luck whatsoever. Um, the worst was when we played against Watford. And you remember that game? Oh, you gotcha. When um, Watford played, I think it was Tom Cleverley, hit the bar, um, and Angus Gunn, Stoke keeper, saved it. Uh, it didn't go over the line. He's then he saved it onto the bar. It didn't. It then the hit the bar went hit the line hit the goal line. It's come back out. Angus Gunn has tried to pick the ball up. He picks the ball up and then Watford striker just pushes him into the net, and the referee gives the goal because his goal line technology's gone off for this for the push, but he thinks it's gone off for the first goal. Like the first shot that's gone yeah. off the crossbar. It's if VAR was there, I don't even know if VAR would save Stoke from that. But once no. again, it's just terrible referee. Yeah, just like a key point is that Gunn still had the ball in his hands. Yeah, and he's like been pushed no foul. Yeah, there's just the Championship refereeing is as bad as well. I'd say yeah, it's, worse. it's been worse for longer. Yeah, like even go back to last year when we had to go through all this Championship and the and refereeing the first season. Well. Yeah, uh, to be honest, in my lifetime that I can remember, the refereeing has got absolutely dog wank yeah. over the last two years in the Championship. Yeah. Like this year, obviously, we haven't, well, I haven't watched an awful I've watched when you boys are playing. Yeah. But I haven't watched an awful lot because, mate, it's a depressing league to be in. It's a yeah. depressing league to even watch. When you're in it, you think, yeah, it's in too bad. Yeah, when, well, you're, when you're losing games, it is. Mate, when we were two years ago under <laughs> the fucking cunt of. Hackenbottom. <laughs> Thomas Christensen, Gary Monk, Even the Gary Neil Monk. fucking Hockaday. I've had to watch some shite in that league. So, I don't know, I only think I've been concentrating on the rest while I've been decent. Yeah. Because they're the only thing that's been stopping us from getting results rather than just being dog wank. Yeah. Yeah, the, most of the time we don't lose because of the referee, we lose because we're crap. Yeah, but you got you can't ignore the rest in that league for much longer. <laughs> just, uh, well, they will get ignored because... No one, there's no money in the championship, is there? Yeah. Sky shows what one championship, two championship games a week. Actually, they're doing pretty well. Sky yeah. are, for showing yeah, championship. They do all right. Sky, David Crook yeah. got the rocket in their ass. Yeah, and whenever we're on Sky, we lose. Yeah. <laughs> there's another game on Sky that we lost against Swansea. Yeah, you said up quite a funny point to point out was what you said about the years in which. Oh yeah, we've every time Swansea we played Swansea, beat. every twenty years we play Swansea at home, we lose. Yeah, and. The other, that night was the twentieth year. Twenty. Yeah. Yeah, twenty first, and then two thousand one, nineteen eighty one, <laughs> nine sixty one was the last. Every time we've lost this one, zero home. Such a weird start, but yeah, worth a snaffle. Yeah, I told you before the yeah, game. Yeah, did say put it on. Yeah. Even I put it on. Even <laughs> 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 I for a free bet on Stoke to lose. Mm. Uh, just because I knew we were going well. It's pretty easy to call when Stoke are going to lose now. Yeah. But championship football is dire. Yeah, anyone out there that's only interested in the Premier League, don't watch it. Don't watch the championship. Yeah, don't watch it. Don't even watch Just get, Yeah, give up on football, to be honest. Yeah, as well as we are, <laughs> slowly. That's why I've made this podcast out of purpose to football these days. Yeah, every time we uh, turn the football on, we're like, what, what shit decision is going to be made next? Yeah, How bored are we going to be it's watching? It's all about decisions now, isn't it? Yeah. The fact that football's 
it's never about the game anymore. It's never about how good all the refs. Yeah. yeah, you've got the players saying how good Bruno is because penalty merchant. But no, Bruno's a good player. He's a good player. No, we're not talking about that. <laughs> He's a good player. Yeah, he has made the difference for United. Yeah. But, so. yeah. Yeah. Um, what other things we got to talk about? Top six. Oh crap! We might as well get a little full episode. We might as well get a full Monty out. Yeah, right now, obviously, City have basically won the league. City first. Unfortunately, I think Scum second. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think Chelsea will probably get get second now. Potentially, I think <laughs> it all depends on if United find their scoring touch again. Yeah. Yeah, if United start scoring goals again, uh, if Rashford finds his shooting boots, yeah, might take a while. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know who United have got. Actually, I'll have a look. See. Uh, See what fixtures they've got. Yeah. Well, they've got us soon, I know that. Obviously, they've got City years. at the weekend. Yeah. Uh, West Ham at home. Was they watch? <laughs> yeah, City, West Ham, uh, and Brighton. Got to be picking up at least six points. Got to beat West Ham and Brighton at home. What? United? Yeah. I don't know about West Ham. No, well, you've got to, if you want to get second. Beam in the cup, didn't they? To be fair, but only extra time. Hmm. Just got the Yeah, well, you know, you got to be beaten. You got to win all your home games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got the next three home games: there. West Ham, Brighton, Burnley, and then they've got Liverpool. The league play. You play United before. Well, they beat that. United in the cup. Didn't they? Yeah. So, top six are I'm going to say, City, obviously first. It depends on these next three or four games uh, for second spot, but Chelsea, the way they're going, they're in better form than United. Chelsea second, United third. Leicester might even drop out of the top yeah, six. Yeah, I think Everton. Yeah, Everton fourth. Ancelotti, yeah. he's no mug, is he? No, he's brain manager. He's yeah. the most decorated of all time, I think. Probably. In terms of European trophies. Yeah, it's good to see that he's taken a different challenge. Yeah. Mm. Even though they've got unlimited money, enough, so it's not that much of a challenge. <laughs> they've got a lot of money to spend yeah, true, true. Uh, West Ham probably could sneak a Europa League spot Liverpool they need to pick up form yeah, if they're yeah. going to get European football never mind top four yeah straight down they seventh seventh yeah. yeah Spurs one point behind them in eighth um, Spurs could get they could get fourth yeah. but they need to start winning games consistently I think Everton. Yeah, I think Everton top four. Yeah, that that's probably the best shout, especially if you're a betting man, which we both are. They're in good form right now, but they're only picking up one nil. One nil wins yeah, against four they're, teams. They've been good away from home, haven't they? Yeah. They beat Southampton at home as well, but they're another team out of form. Yeah, rotten form. Everton, they need to prove it. Oh, they beat Liverpool, didn't they? Yeah, away from home. Yeah. That's what I mean. I, I, I just think the best teams pick up results away from home. Yeah. That, there is the saying of you need to win your home games, but I think that's more of a survival instinct. Yeah. If you want to stay in the league, you need to win your home games. Yeah. Well, if you want to win the league, you yeah. need to win your home games. But yeah. the priority for any team below the top seven is you just have absolutely have to win your home games. Yeah, I think... Because you're well, not going to pick up results. Yeah, the best teams who win the league win their away games. Mm. Well, or pick up a solid amount of points away from there. Yeah. I just think 
because obviously Everton aren't great at home, but they still pick up points. Yeah. Whereas you could be a solid home team. I can't think of an example off the top of my head, but you could. Well, no, not really. But you could, you can be a solid team at home. But if you don't win your away games, if you don't pick any points up on the road, you would like you're glad with picking up a draw. Yeah. Away from home. Yeah. That's when you know you're not gonna. You're not a team that's working forward. Yeah. Your team constantly looking over your shoulder. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, to win the league now, you basically have to win every game. Um, oh, I, don't, I don't think winning every game at the moment is an option. I think City. Yeah, exactly. If you want to, if you are not City and you want to win the league, you have to win the. You have to win every game. Liverpool, they won almost every game until what? Watford game. They won almost every game, didn't they? Yeah. And the league was won by then. Two seasons before that, City have got hundred points, and then they won the league with ninety nine points. You basically have to win every game. To yeah, beat City, especially to the league. way City. I think Ruben Diaz is. He's an ex. He's got to be player of the year. Yeah, he's a, he's up there with. He's definitely up there with. Um, I want to say Bruno's probably up there with one of the players of the Bruno's year. Bruno's always up there. Yeah, Bruno will be up there player of the year. Anyone else? De Bruyne. Yeah, De Bruyne's always. And he's not been injured. Right? Yeah. Had the injury recently, hasn't he? But yeah, there'll be some rogue shouts in there this year because everyone's been. Pretty average, except for City. Yeah, Grealish will be a road show. Yeah, Grealish will be up there. Basically, Villa without him are nothing. One-man team, if I've ever seen one before. Yeah, yeah. They're the definition of one-man teams, like Spurs without Kane. Or Spurs without Kane, like Spurs anyway are pretty average. Um, Defensively, yeah. Without Kane or Son, they're ex- extremely average. Yeah, whereas if you take, well, we've seen recently, if you take De Bruyne out of City's team, doesn't, well, doesn't make a difference, but... Yeah, they can. Well, they've won seven in a row while he's been out. Or yeah. like they can survive without De Bruyne, which just shows yeah, a squad that sign of a good team. Yeah, well, they, this is the best team in Premier League history. I want to say under Pep Guardiola. I know his first season. What did they finish like third or fourth on like seventy something points? Since then, they've been unbelievable. Last season was. A blip. Yeah, no, it's not even a blip. It's just they basically six. gave up because Liverpool won yeah, the league Liverpool. by Christmas. Yeah. Liverpool with their own record, yeah, and the players they've got, the manager were pretty much unbeatable last year, except yeah. from Watford. <laughs> and then all went downhill after that because they won. Everyone thought, oh, it's because they won. Yeah, the as soon as they won the league, they started jibbing a few results. Drew yeah. at home to Burnley. I remember that because it ruined a good hacker. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You just basically got to win every game now to win the league. Yeah, pretty much from now. I think yeah. in any season from now on, you've got to be in City style before. Yeah. To win the league. And it's difficult because City have the best manager and the most money. <laughs> and they already have the best academy yeah. and all the best players. I think now they've settled that. Obviously, when they first started winning leagues, everyone was like, oh, money. Yeah. Money's bought in the league. Yeah. X, Y, Z. But I think now it's proving that money, to an extent, isn't everything. Yeah, it's not. Look at Chelsea. Yeah. They've had to sack Frank Lampard to get to bring in Tuchel to get him even in with the top four yeah. shout. Which is a massive shame. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, Chelsea spent two hundred and fifty million and so on. Yeah, well, Havertz by himself, what eighty million with yeah. add-ons? Ridiculous. Uh, United What's he doing that? sitting on a hospital bed, probably. Yeah, probably. He's he's been injured basically all season, uh, and even when he's played, he's been pretty pretty average. Until he plays Barnsley, he scored a hat trick against Barnsley. Yeah, everyone thinks he's got a gift. Yeah. No, what, what's he doing? Sitting on the side of a bruised ankle, probably. Yeah, yeah, he's too injury prone. Uh, in the Bundesliga, you can get away with it. Oh, <laughs> in the Premier League, you can't. In the Bundesliga, you can park a car and probably still have the ball at your feet. <laughs> yeah, Timo Werner even said it himself. The defenders, 
so much more brutal. They're big, strong. Yeah. <laughs> Even though in the in the Premier League you can only get away with anything. No. Can't get away with any um, roughing or whatever you want to call it. Shit ass tackles. Yeah. Yeah. You can't get away with much. Just hitting you like a shit Yeah. And United spending eighty million on Maguire. Yeah. Eighty million on Pogba. They're spending the same amount as Man City are, but they're not getting anywhere. Yeah. Well, well, just look at. Well, I suppose that back four on paper is okay. Yeah. It's not great. No, it's top. I want to say top four. Maguire's. He's a. He's decent. I think. I think Maguire gets too much stick. I think he's actually all right. Yeah. He. He's definitely scapegoated by United. Yeah, he is a little. I have him on the grass, bitch. <laughs> yeah, he's well. He's always been pretty, pretty good for England. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's had a bad game in England, shit. Except for when he got sent off against Denmark. Yeah, well, that was when all his arresting was going on. Yeah. It was literally like a couple of weeks after he'd been done for the old Mykonos thing. Yeah, uh, Everton is spending a lot, a lot of money. Liverpool obviously need to spend to keep up, but they also yeah. managed to pull people's pants down for Jordan Ivan. Solanke Solanke and Jordan I went for 45 million between them like, that is That's Bournemouth true. they deserve to get released I swear yeah. Jordan I isn't even in Derby's match day squad no he's that was a terrible piece of business yeah. but Bournemouth basically did what Stoke did when we went down just spend shit tons of money on crap players but that's where they didn't even buy him when they went down that's where they bought him a couple of years ago yeah like the season before yeah. and we bought him for the season before for 18 million and then he didn't even play when we got relegated yeah. and then Kevin Vimmer for 18 minutes. Kevin Vimmer. I remember watching here on under-23s pull his pants down. <laughs> He's, when you can't even play well in the under-23s, that's when you know it's time to retire. Can't even get into like a German third division side. Well, that's why he's gone alone. Yeah. Absolute crap. Yeah. I'm just getting depressed on my football now. Uh, right. <laughs> we'll wrap it up before we get depressed yeah. about talking about this all night because we probably could talk all night if we wanted to. I think we could talk for weeks about football. Yeah, the negativity around it. Yeah. So, this podcast was a way for us to vent our anger. Yeah, uh, the first one obviously not going to be perfect. But yeah. Nothing's perfect. You probably got bored to death of us whining with our miserable voices <laughs> over this. But yeah, hopefully we'll be in better spirits because both Stoke and Leeds lost. Well, lost two games. yeah, we're away in London, so we're not winning. But I'll be yeah. a bit cheery about Stoke at least. Stoke working, we should should pick up something. Yeah. Can't win that. If we don't win that, I will probably throw myself out the window. Yeah, probably. Right, we'll probably, you're all probably getting bored of our voices, so yeah. we'll wrap it up here. Don't know what, don't know what the outro is going to be. We'll probably make make one at some point, but yeah. for now, we'll uh, be back next week. We'll yeah, it's going to be a weekly thing, probably published on a Friday, ideally yeah. before if there's any Friday night kickoffs or anything yeah. with our predictions. Yeah. But we hope you enjoy this as much yeah. as you can. We'll be making a Twitter account. Uh, not sure what it's going to be called yet, but. Something to do with Something the 12 Pint Podcast. the title <laughs> yeah. of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 12 Pint Podcast is probably going to be the name of the Twitter yeah, account. So. so if there is anyone that's made their ears to yeah. this podcast. Yeah, if anyone's made their way into the depths yeah. of Spotify podcast. We hope you enjoyed our miserable voices yeah. for roughly an hour or so, whatever this is yeah. for each. But yeah. we will catch up with you same time next week. Yeah. Uh, adios. Yeah.